This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek, show number 527, recorded on March 17th, 2022. Here at Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your news reviews product updates and conversation all for the average tech guy i'm your host jim Collison, broadcasting live from the average guy.tv studios and this is the part where i always break into the weather so why not show the map if you're watching on the video bring it up we've got some I, no no winter storm warnings none of that but some much needed precipitation mm-hmm. coming in mike i think we everybody's lawns are dead or just dormant they're not really dead but they're dormant i think your lawn's gonna be okay right it's, I don't know. Well, I can still see the tire tracks. When we get them months ago oh, when that yeah. guy drove through my yard, I can still see those. That's how dead the grass is. We have had yeah. zero green in my grass. Well, I think it's, I think it's dormant. I think we're going to be okay. We're going to get some, we're gonna, we'll get some moisture here, um, you know, towards, well, we're in spring. Although I think winter's going to have one more relapse. Yeah, we're in yeah. second spring. I'm worried about that. Winter's got one more relapse, and then we'll get into the real spring uh, uh, coming up. And, of course, a couple of reminders. Uh, one, there'll be a few show notes. Not very many for this show, but a few. Out at the average guy, uh, uh, TV. Don't forget, you can watch us uh, in the YouTube premiere Saturdays at noon central. So if you want to come out and watch this again, a couple of us jump in there. There's always a few. If you want to watch it on Saturdays, do some chatting there. Uh, noon central. TheAverageGuy.tv slash YouTube will get you there. I'd love to have you do that. Cyber Frontier 67 recorded yesterday. I'm getting Christian once a month now. So if you haven't resubscribed to Cyber Frontiers, go ahead and do that. You'll see the album art's orange. If you've never subscribed to it before, you should. It's just a great conversation. Me, Christian, we had Ashton Webster, who was a intern of mine, worked with Christian back in the day when they were both at Gallup. And uh, we spent a good time talking a little bit about cybersecurity and what's going on uh, there. So if you haven't subscribed, do that. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to you. We don't have this doesn't happen very often where it lands on that. A little distraction tonight. A lot of folks out partying. A lot of folks out watching basketball. It's the perfect convergence kind of weekend. Tomorrow might be the worst day in U.S. history for productivity. Yes, <laughs> right. If you thought right? today was bad, just wait till tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple calls scheduled for the morning. And then I think I'm done. We we decided because it's St. Patrick's Day, I'm celebrating with a little. I've got a little Jameson here, so I poured myself a little Jameson. I don't know, Mike. Are you uh, you an Irish whiskey fan at all? I'm just I, you know I I'll enjoy it if I'm with someone who has it. But I'm like if I go to a bar for St. Patty's Day, even I'm not going to order it. No, I'm going to go the Guinness route instead. Oh well, good because I got <laughs> some Guinness too. <laughs> Asking you shall receive. I should have yeah. gone to Jim's house tonight yeah. for uh, for the podcast. Let's let's do this. Ooh, it's starting to foam, so let's get it in the. I love the hard pour on a Guinness because you can just turn that over, bring it in, and I you know I think everybody knows this trick, but it never gets old, right? You pour this Guinness, you're always worried like, oh, it's gonna go. Oh no, it's not. It's gonna be just fine, right? So then you can mm. see the right. Doesn't that? The look and, of that just has a that look great. Is yes. that nitro just doing that? So we'll let that. I I fell down yesterday when I was walking, and my right shoulder 
it's <laughs> that was tough to hold that up. When you there. can't hold that beer, you know. Got a little. I'm, I'm hoping it's just a little bruise or something, and I don't have any. I didn't do anything to my. But I put my arm down as I went down. Mm. Fortunately, my hips are okay. That's always, you know, you don't want that to. You don't. Yeah. You don't want any hip problems. But little Jameson, not a bad. Let me. Uh, let me try that again. Just numbs the pain a little bit. There you go. That's a good idea. Yeah. Right. Like that arm won't hurt in the middle of the show. Hmm. Love to know what your, if you guys have any St. Patrick's Day traditions, throw it in the chat. Or if you're watching on YouTube, throw it down in the comments. What do you, what, what do you do for St. Patrick's Day? It seems like such a, I think it's a holiday that's really come on in the last decade or two. Like it just didn't, it's growing up as a kid, you know, you were going to school and that was about it. Now, right. holy cow, it's a whole involved thing. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just bars and drinking and and a good time and green everything and and so love to know what your traditions are throw those in the chat room or drop them down there uh a comments big thanks oh what are you drinking what what irish what irish do you so when you were gonna let me get away with not saying what i'm drinking on st Patrick's day i'm doing uh the mountains are blue tonight we're doing a little coors light well it's okay i did have i the problem is i didn't save them because they were so delicious i'll have to go up and get the name starts with an l it's from minnesota it's a chocolate peanut butter porter and um han and i had those last two nights and then they came in a four pack unfortunately so they're all gone because that was a fantastically delicious Delicious. nothing irish about it no but uh really good no no i tasted like a reese's cup it was delicious oh yeah Yeah. that's that's gonna be a good one yeah that's that's not gonna last very long no i saw an irish whiskey in a uh like a ceramic jug so the it was like an old style Irish whiskey, you know, been brewing it since 1887 or whatever. Yeah. And it, it gave me the idea, I think next year, we've been doing these bourbon tastings with the kids. So I, you know, I buy four or five, six bourbons. Then we, we just go through them, little cups, taste them, you know, tasting notes, some of those kinds of things. It's going to tie in a little bit to a subject that's coming up here uh, in a few minutes on the show. But I said next year, this time of the year, we should do a Irish whiskey tasting. So I'll buy a bunch of Irish whiskeys or Sammy said, dad, why don't you just have everybody buy one and bring it? You know, you can have a little spreadsheet so nobody repeats it. Right. Because I bought, you know, six bourbons. It's not a bad thing, by the way. I bought six bourbons. We drank about, you know, 50 milliliters of off the top and there's 700 milliliters left for me. You know, I've, all of a sudden I have six bourbons. And I'm like, well, oh, I have a lot of bourbon to get through. So, you know, it, it she was like, yes, yeah, so people could take them home, that kind of deal. So, um, yeah, so maybe we'll do that next year around this time just to fun. I, I have not, I have, I'll be honest, we keep the Jameson around to make hot toddies. When you get, What's a hot toddy? So a hot toddy is when you get sick and it's like Irish whiskey and honey and some other things. And then you, oh. it, it soothes kind of soothes the back of your throat kind of Sound, deal. Okay. I yeah, like it. It's a warm something anyways. Yeah. Sarah loves to make them. So we always keep some Jameson around. And so I, I would be sick in your house. It's a lot better than when oh, I go. Oh yeah. It's pretty, it's, <laughs> it's pretty great. It It is pretty great. We got a couple, Alex says uh, corned beef and cabbage for dinner and a mm. beer. And it better be a Guinness if it's going to mm-hmm. be a, are there other Irish is, is, um, yeah. there's a, uh, what's the other big one? Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's actually probably better than Guinness. What it is. I was buying it for a while. Um, Gosh darn it. Mm-hmm. What's that called? I can't find them, which is why I why I don't buy them. They're they're actually a really harp. good. Harp. Say that again. Harp lager. Harp. Yeah, harp yeah. lager. But there's another Smithwick's. beer. 
that's like Murphy Stout. Murphy's is what it yeah, is. It, Murphy's yeah. is a is a is another good one. It's one I don't see um, around very often. Um, Brian says for me depends on the timing of my school spring break. If I'm not on spring break with St. Patty's Day, I try to escape and to spend time with friends at local restaurants, pubs, and watch basketball. Mm, yeah, yep. it's pretty great. He also says Killian's is another one. Yep. So Alex gets that as well. Um, Murphy's is the one I try to get when I'm out because I can't find it in the grocery stores. I can find it in bars. I don't know why. It's just Killian's. No, uh, Murphy's. Oh, Murphy's. Murphy's. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do a dark, if I'm smoking a cigar, a, a mm-hmm. Guinness is good, or an Irish, an Irish beer is good. Um, with it. Hmm. Love me some Guinness. Of course, big thanks to um, to Bob and Ryan from thinkcomputers.org. They were on last week. Mike, we had a little discussion. I was I'd almost talked myself into that new the the new ultra. You know, okay, I was one. seeing a lot of Twitter action going on about that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. wow, okay. Yeah, well, so I looked at the pricing and I thought this ultra was gonna be like two thousand dollars. No, that's the pro. Like the the M1 Pro is gonna be like two thousand dollars. The yeah. ultra is like four thousand dollars. Yeah. That wasn't such a good price point for me at that point. (laughs) Ed immediately told me on Sunday, you don't need an Ultra. You're not even using the M1. I was just going to (laughs) say, yeah. Podcasting and editing, uh, editing the podcast. I think you're, uh, I think I'm, I think I'm probably okay. I could probably run some crypto off of it as well. But, um, so that's a good question. Is there M1 crypto mining? Like on the saw on the, you know, because yeah, it's yes. probably not a great GPU in that thing. Yeah, no, for the, all the for all the Chia derivatives that are hard drive based, they, yeah. they don't require a ton of CPUs. They so they're they're they yeah, they just kick yeah. out the hard drives. So That's cool. Yeah, it would work great. I've ne- I've decided never to do that on my M1 because it's kind of a production box. So I've yeah. got that kind of running on the Windows boxes. Because it doesn't it just doesn't require that much. It requires something, but it just doesn't require that much. So I probably, I know last week towards the end of the show, if you listened all the way to the end, I was ready to buy this thing. And then I realized, oh, no, no, it's $4,000. At $2,000, Mike, my thinking was I'd probably get five or 600 bucks as a trade in for the M1. Yeah. And that, right? Don't you think? And then yeah. it's 1500 bucks, and those would be, you know, 125 or $130 payments for a year, interest free. Like, what attracted you to it? Just the speed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just the speed. It was nice. like it was something new. I was like, yeah. hey, this would be a kind of a way to step up, you know? Yeah. Step up a little bit. The yep. M1's great. It's actually perfect and exactly what I need. So uh, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I feel like well, and, and you kind of found the sweet spot, kind of like I found the sweet spot on the Ryzen side with the Ryzen 9. I had had the Ryzen 5, Ryzen 9, 5900X is like you, I, I think it's just it's just perfect. You can go up yeah. a little bit from there, but like the performance is just flying fast. Yeah, I've never noticed my CPU yeah. holding me back. We had a good conversation about that last week with them. We talked about you know motherboards and Intel and AMD support. I think they convinced me to go if I was gonna build right now. I'd build with AMD DDR4. You know, do sixty four gig of RAM. That's kind of the mm-hmm. sweet spot. Get a board that would have two or three. You know, NVMe, you know, M.2 slots that I could, I don't even know if I'd need a drive at all at this point. Like, you know, get a, get a, you can put, you know, two or three on there. Uh, I, I have less than, uh, you know, this, this mini is 500 gig and it's just fine. Like, I, I don't. 
just don't need that much storage space on it. So anyways, good conversations. They always cause me to want to spend money. I didn't do it. Speaking of spending money. That's when you know you, it's the best conversation. If you want to spend money at the end, it was a good combo. Yeah, it was good. It was good. That in cases. And I thought, oh, maybe I get a new case and I'll update some things and, you know, get a new. Anyways, uh, always dangerous when Bob and, and Ryan are on. Big thanks to those guys for coming on. Mike, you took a little heat. Uh, you kind of kind of on the way out two weeks ago, you're like, by the way, I bought a truck. Yeah, we threw it towards the end. I thought maybe people weren't listening. I thought I thought maybe we would just throw it at the very end. I'm like, oh, we're only going to catch the most dedicated of the listeners. Well, peace, those are also the ones that out. tweet at you. I should have known that too. Yeah, you, you took a little heat on that. Did you Did you feel it? Kind of like, hey, dude. I mean, here here you were. Well, listen, I'm in the same boat. I was talking about the cyber truck, and then I, you know, one day just all of a sudden bought the Subaru Legacy. How's the, how's the truck? How's that working out? What do you, what are you telling the haters? Yeah. Okay. Well, so here's the news to the haters. The, the good news is, so they actually, people have been getting emails on their orders, on their pre-orders saying, Hey, by the way, you just, just so you know, so you're not waiting every single day to get an email from us. Like your reservation, you're not going to come up until next year, either late this year, or early next year, whatever it is. Um, those people who are getting those emails saying they're not ordering till next year, were before me and the pre-order. I thought I ordered early in June. Um, these people were like May and April. So, so the the good news is is that no, the main reason I did this, guys, is because my Jeep like I could not go any longer, and so I didn't know how long it was going to be for the F one fifty Lightning. So, like you know, we'll get the truck. This trucks we all know hold their value better than any other vehicle. They just do. Everyone needs a truck. Um, and so with this truck, if I get it now, even, you know, I wasn't gonna be able to pre-order till next year. You know, I could still, there, there still could be time to get one of these. So, uh, but, but yeah, th- the main part of this decision was just timing wise, uh, yeah. with the Jeep is, is really what I'll tell you guys. The other thing about this too, is, you know, we still all have to remember that this is essentially like being a beta tester for a new style computer, right? Because it, you know, Ford itself, yes, they have the Mustang Mach-E, they've done stuff electric, but they haven't gone all electric on a truck yet. No one has, right? All these companies are coming right, out with right. it for the very first time. Um, and so, and to be a beta tester, I'm okay doing that for free. Uh, but when it came down to the cash at the very end of the day, like when I really started, you know, I, in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm fine paying that much to be, you know, to have the all electric. That's gonna be awesome. You know, I, I could almost get, no, I can't, but I, I can get about one and three quarters of my trucks for the price I was going to pay for the F-150 Lightning. And, and the good news about the, you know, with the truck is that this thing is going to last forever, right? I'm not, I'm not relying on software upgrades. I'm not reliant on bat, you know, the battery is not going to degrade on me. So this is a truck because when Hannah and I were starting to have this conversation too, is with how long I had my Jeep. Um, and how long trucks last, this is, it is not unrealistic that my five, almost six year old could drive this truck as his first truck, right? Like I drove my dad's super old Jeep when I first turned 16. I loved that. I would love for this truck to be the first one my kids drive. That's if non-self-driving cars are even permitted on the roads, uh, in 11 years, right? That, you know, we, who knows what the I landscape will be, be. I think you'll be fine. But there was, there, there was a lot that went into it. Yeah. And then ever since I got it, I, I've kind of been in the Midwest, my buddies kept telling me the charging grid is not here yet. Like you live in Nebraska, look like it's just not, if you want to do long road trips, like the, we are just not equipped yet for this. And so when I did get the truck, you know, I did Omaha down to the farm, which is an hour and 45 away. And then I drove from the farm down to Kansas city 
Kansas City back to the farm, farm up to Omaha. And like that trip would not have been possible the way we did it with the electric truck because they are completely right. Along that route, there were there was one charging station in St. Joe. And that would have been really the only place to to charge up along that route, especially as we go down to the farm and things like that. So, you know, in the end right now, I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm really happy with the route I went. Um, and this is also the truck that before the F-150 Lightning was even a thing, this is the truck I want. Like ever since I was young, this is like the dream <laughs> truck. So for me, it was like checking both boxes. So I, I was totally fine with it. Um, we'll, we'll see if I regret it a little bit later. Uh, when the F-150 start hitting the road, that's when I'll probably, when the reviews start coming in from real customers, you start seeing them out there. Uh, that's when we'll really answer the question of was this a smart decision or or not? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, get, certainly I think the big comment was gas. Like, I mean, it's yeah. 16, what, 16, 18, uh, <laughs> something like that. Uh, if we're lucky. Yeah, if we're lucky. Right. <laughs> right. On the highway, right. maybe. Right. <laughs> um, right. This right. is, uh, th- yeah, that's true. Yeah. When you buy a gas truck, you you can't be expecting um, great no. gas mileage. It just, it just comes with the territory. It's not terrible. On the highway, I think I'm actually getting right at 20. Um, in the city, I'm usually around 13. 12, 13, 14, mm-hmm. right around there. Um, and with gas prices today, you, you cry a little bit when you do it. But at the yeah. same time, uh, we drove to the, we, when we went on vacation last last week, it was on Monday morning, right in the midst of that snowstorm we were getting uh, that morning that was just kind of dumping. And it just plows through everything. Like, this is the best yeah, part about yeah, having nice, a big truck. is like, nice. it just rolls yeah. through yeah. big, beefy off-road tires. It's, it's ready yeah. to go. Uh, Brian says, uh, Brian mentions that he says probably bad timing with buying a big truck followed by the highest increase in gas prices in a long time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's painful. We're all feeling that we're, we're in the Midwest here, so we're an ethanol state. And mm-hmm. so gas is a push down a little bit for us. It's a little bit cheaper here than it is in most places, maybe with the exception of maybe down in Texas, uh, in, in Oklahoma, but we, you know, it's not, it, it's not cheap by any means. It was 389 today as a reference yeah. point for you guys. So I yeah. stopped by the local Hy-Vee. That was, uh, that was the cheap stuff. The cheap stuff was yeah. 389 yeah. out of, yeah. out at that, uh, Hy-Vee. Alex says, uh, with little kids, you don't want to stop to wait for charging. If they're asleep while driving, you want to sleep, you want to keep driving on those road trips. That, that was another big consideration um, from Hannah as well. Because, you know, Hannah was all on board with me doing it. She was excited. Um, and then we started thinking, well, you know, you kind of forget that when you get a new car, no matter what it is, it becomes the car you take on road trips because yeah. it's the new yeah. car. Yeah. It's got all the new tech. You like it. This truck that I w- is extremely spacious. Our kids have more room in the backseat of my truck now than they do in the Chevy Traverse. Um, I don't, it's just, it's got a massive second row back mm-hmm. there. So, you know, it has become the thing we take on road trips and, uh, and, and yeah, so, I mean, she had been talking about that sort of thing was, well, we probably won't take on many road trips cause that's a long time to stop. And where are we going to stop? And, and everything like that with the kids, you exactly. If the kids are sleeping, you keep cruising, you don't stop. Yeah. You go to till yeah. I think hits E. Um, it's, it's been a good trade-off. It does have, it's, it's pretty interesting. Just, you know, kind of even just the upgrades you see incrementally over the years, it does connect to my Wi-Fi when I get home and it'll do over the air updates and do a lot of that stuff automatically for, you know, like the clock changes automatically, all those sort of, you know, little, little comforts are there. And it, it is interesting. I have noticed there was one update that came through that added a, a couple new settings. Um, so they are actually making tweaks. It's not something that's just like, oh yeah, we're doing 
over-the-air updates for this whole truck. Uh, it does actually have um, some pretty significant updates that actually add features, which is nice. Yeah, as of this recording, uh, you know the the barrel price has been decreasing. There's been that's yeah. that's going back. I think we'll start seeing some. You know, we'll start seeing, you know, Joe's down in Arkansas. He says 369 most places there. Brian says, yeah, it's been falling. He said it was $5 in Phoenix. Um, actually, just looked it up on Gas Buddy. It has dropped a bit mid fours um, is possible. So, yeah, you know, depending on the part of the country that you're in and gas prices and some of those kinds of things availability. Mike, you could have always charged that lightning uh, at the farm on, you know, 110 and just spent the the week or two there. I was say spend, spend the next 24 hours there, right? Yeah. If I had put a 210 out the outlet down there, it wouldn't have been too bad, but that was definitely going to be a necessity was literally right. putting a 210 right. outlet down. Right. Yeah. You would have, you would have had to for sure um, to get that done. Well, uh, congrats on the truck again. And you know, it's just, it is what it is. And, and you know, you, you, you needed it and had to pull the trigger. I got lucky in May when I bought that Subaru right before the, the, the car market went crazy mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm glad I did. Uh, you know, we'll probably go EV next time, but yeah, it will. And I guess I didn't realize if you didn't listen to last week, you're just listening. Now the truck yeah. I did go with, I mean, it was a, it's a 2022, uh, Chevy 1500 trail boss. So it's, uh, that, that's the trim package. And then there was something else I was going to mention that someone else brought up. Um, it was missing a couple chips, right? That'll hopefully that come in. That is exactly what I was going to say. It's like you read my mind. Yeah. So you like you said the, the car shortage, and yeah. so it, yeah, wasn't it? So we bought this car, and they said, okay, well, um, you will have to bring it back in a few months because I went to go. We went to the test drive, and I went to go turn on the heated seats. It was freezing. He goes, oh, those don't work. I'm mm. like, like they're broken. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, the way Chevy's been dealing with this chip shortage is they'll take chips on things that they can just add later that aren't essential. And they'll, so what we'll do is we'll do a quote unquote recall. You'll bring your truck and the buttons are all there. All the equipment's in the seat to be heated. The chip to control, it's just, this wasn't available. So you'll bring it in in six months. They said this summer, they'll probably get all the chips in, bring the car in, they'll install the chip and then my heated seats will work. So I thought that was kind of, I actually don't mind that I think that's okay because I actually got money off the car because they said it doesn't have heated seats. So you've got like, you know, $500 off and then you get the upgrade for free in the summer, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Not a bad deal when you're paying full price for <laughs> that kind of stuff right now. Yeah, right? exactly. Or whatever. whatever. Yep. Well, hopefully you got, you got some kind of deal on it. Yeah. It was a pretty good deal. Good. Pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, congrats. It's good. Uh, it's always nice. Uh, you know, I got in my car the other day and it's, you know, it's only got 6,000 miles on it at this, but it's almost a year old. It's got 6,000 miles on it okay. and it was warm. So it smelled new when I got to the, you know, it's like it had released some of that. Oh yeah. I got in like, oh man. This and that inside like, heats up. It's the best. Oh yeah. Super good. So, so congrats on that. Well, um, since it is St. Patrick's day, we're uh, talking, you know, celebrating with a little Irish whiskey and, uh, and a little bit of Guinness. There is a, a podcast I've been listening to called One Nation Under Whiskey, and it has been like if you're it, if you're interested in spirits at all, these guys um, they 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 have a company called Single Cast Nation, and they look for barrels of of really good stuff, stuff that they want to bottle, and then they buy those they, they buy those barrels, put them bottle them and sell them, right? Put their own label on them and sell them. Single Cast Nation is the name of it. Anyways, they featured this last week, they featured these guys, these two guys from Bespoken Spirits. Let me bring that up here, which which I you're thinking like, 
So, Jim, what's this have to do with tech? Well, hang tight because it's it's a it's a good story. So, um, the the these two the the founders of Bespoken and their names. Let me, let me get their names here. So, Martin uh, Janicek and and Stu Aaron are both Silicon Valley engineers, right? These guys came and they were you know kind of brewing their own stuff, and they they thought you know does it like could we take an engineering approach to brewing instead of, you know, today, Mike, if we want a, um, you know, if you want a really good bourbon, right. It's you know, going to age that thing five to seven years. Yeah. Right. Going to make it, it's going to go in the barrel. It depends where the barrel is, what kind of barrel it is, the controls on all these kinds of things. They began to do some analysis with their, you know, w- w- basically chemistry to say, can we speed this thing up? Like, could we do the same thing with with analytics and data? You know, when you're doing a seven-year, say you're doing a seven- or eight-year whiskey, mm-hmm. you get to seven or eight years, and if it's not any good, like, that's a long turnaround time to be like, what did we do wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, and that kind of thing. As opposed to these guys using, so again, Bespoken Spirits, if you want to look it up um, at uh, BespokenSpirits.com, they use heat pressure and temperature and then of course a lot of a lot of chemistry and and uh and they say in their on their website they say in an industry steeped in tradition uh they've been able to elevate the the spirit in a way that no one else has thanks to years of experience by the way they say in sustainable tech right mm-hmm. they the, because they they take this liquid they put a little bit of wood in there to get the wood flavor and then they pressurize it and heat it and do some things with it. They don't have to do, they don't, they don't put their stuff in casks, right? They don't yeah. have to make the, they don't have to find the barrels, you know, they don't have to, by the way, they don't and have imagine to how much work. that saves them just an overall cost storing mm-hmm. that for seven years, the process of it, the supplies probably saves them a lot in the, in the process of making it in terms of, well, they, they lose stuff expenses. to evaporation. Yeah. Storage, right. Yeah. They can, they can take a, uh, in, in that kind of what they're known for now is they'll take a, they'll take a whiskey that's a couple weeks old. So it's gone through the mash mash process. Right. And then they'll, treat it with their proprietary, I'm sure it's very secret, process to to chemically change this to make it taste like a six or seven-year-old bourbon. And I haven't tasted them yet. They have whiskeys and bourbons. Let me bring up there um, as we think about their, um, let me go to their store here really quick. You know, so they've they've got, uh, straight bourbons, a rye whiskey, a light, uh, a light whiskey. Uh, they're original a bourbon. They, they're also making rums this way, which is kind of interesting. I'm, I think if I were going to try something, I would want to try probably their bourbon and their rum right out of the gate, just to kind of see how those, um, those compare. And they have a special batch. Um, Pricing wise, how do they price out? They're 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 a fifty or sixty dollar bottle. Okay, so. You know, today, if you're going to get a, a pretty decent bourbon, you're in or rum, you're in the thirty to forty category. Got it. The really good ones, fifty to sixty. I mean, okay. there's really, 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 good ones yeah, you can, right. You can pay a hundred. I mean, if you go to Single Cast Nation, they're a hundred and fifty generally, wow. hundred to one hundred and fifty, right, a bottle. 
but um, I just thought it was interesting. So they 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 can they collect some two hundred data points on every every brew that they make, and they they can track that. Every single bottle's tracked. They kind of track it like it's a like it's a blockchain, which is kind of interesting, right? I like they, it. Yeah, I don't think they do, but it's still from a tech perspective, it's a super cool way to think about. Can they shake up the alcohol industry with technology? These are two guys who went the, the they they took an agile approach to whiskey making mm-hmm. and said, you know, this is this is just chemicals. Yeah. What if we were able to create it in a way? This is kind of the question of the matrix, right? If you're in a dream that you can never wake up from and you don't know it's a dream, is that your reality? Right. Right. And so as we think about these, Mike, the question I want to ask you, there's really two questions I want to ask you, but the first one is you're drinking a bourbon or a whiskey or a, what, what, what's your favorite of, of, from a liquor standpoint, what do you, what do you really, what's your favorite? Uh, what tequila. You okay. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're drinking a tequila, they're not making tequilas yet, but if they're right, if you're right. If you're, but say you were drinking, we'll a go tequila. the bourbon, we'll go bourbon. Yeah. And it tastes good. Yeah. Do you, do you, okay. Do you care if it's been in a barrel for five years? Nope. Nope. And, you know, this kind of reminds me of when you're talking about this, because, you know, bourbon's a tough one for me because I'm not a diehard bourbon. I'm sure there are people who are diehard, yet it's going to make a difference. Even more of a tech angle, ham radio, right? If you think of ham radio, ham radio is from back in like our great grand, our grandfather's day. Like they had crystals in them, literally. That were like that's what set the frequency band that you could be on, and they were they're called you know the the tube radios and everything like that. Like that was the tech, and there are guys who are diehard like that is the ham radio I'm into, and all this new age you guys with your tech like all these you know ham radios with the screens and it's it's, it's digital and and all of that. That's not real ham radio. So there's always I think going to be that crowd that loves the deep history of it, but I think for the masses. It is, it is very much, hey, I'm having a better experience, or in this case, a better taste, yeah. right? And if that company can do it in a fraction of the time, I am literally drinking this for the taste. There's nothing else that's right. going to affect me, like the yeah. way they made it. Now, if they were doing something unethical to make it, people would probably not like it, right? right? right. But no, it's just like it's a change in technology that does it faster. Um, I th- no, yeah. I, it doesn't matter to me. It's a new way. You know, I've always... Um, I've always kind of wondered, like, does it have to sit in the barrel? You know, you can go to Patriarch Distillers. They're the ones that do um, Soldier Valley for us here in, in the Omaha area. And they make they make vodkas and bourbons and whiskeys and rye. And um, you can, for $1,000 or a little bit over, you can get your own barrel. They'll make a barrel for you. Oh, really? You can, yeah, you can... That's cool. You can, you write on the barrel and you help them make it. You do, you go through the mash process and all those other things that they, that they, <laughs> uh, Joe just reminded us it's a two point game. I know. I, like, I just, I, I've got it. I'm trying to start to say focus. I'm there. Uh, that's okay. No, no, no. You I'll keep talking. You, I mean, they were, they were down by eight, uh, right. almost 10 yeah. at one point and they've, they've Playing come all the way back. Right so, okay, good. We'll, we'll keep our eye on it. But, um, from a, from a, yeah, so you can get your own barrel, and it and and they do it at Patriarch because you can get a bourbon in two years, and so they're doing something too to kind of speed up the, the you know the um, uh, maturity of of these, 
and I, I've kind of been I, this. It, it, it kind of gave me this thought again of like, oh, well, that's how good could that bourbon be if it's only been in there two years? Well, who says it has to? Who says it gets better at eight or right. six or eight or whatever? And there could be some things that you do. Jefferson's floats it on the ocean for you know for six months and it gets seawater and like there's these kind of these kinds of gimmick things that they do then they might work they might right they might be it might be something go ahead Mike okay well my my whole theory on this is like there is not I have not met a single person on this planet that has taken their first sip ever of any hard alcohol it's like oh that's so delicious. (laughs) Like no one has ever said that, right? So we all know it tastes bad. Yeah. Like the human body yeah. is not yeah, supposed yeah. to like it. It's it's poison. It's poison. Yeah, it's poison. So yeah. so it, no matter like they could they could age it for three years and mm-hmm. they're gonna tell you that's good and you're gonna develop yeah. your taste to say that is good bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Like that we're told what good bourbon right. is. You're Our right. body doesn't tell us. You're right. I don't. Yeah. Think. Right. Yeah. No. Now you I can think... say, "Ooh, that's really smooth," because it tastes less bad than the other one you've had. Yeah. Right? So I don't yeah. know. I think. So to that point, that's why I have no, I don't think the technology is fine. Yeah. You know, it's whatever they've been telling us anyway. They have a cool process where they, you can, they, they test, like they'll test an alcohol on it coming in a bourbon and they can tell you how old it is that you don't have to like, say it's been sitting in a barrel for five years. You, they, all they need is a sample. They can run it through their processes and say, this is five years old. Really? Yeah. They're chemically, they're able to. Again, okay. they've got all these data points, right? Yeah, so right, right. chemically, they're able to age that and say, yeah, this is... And they're not this, adding this. anything, are they? Like when they uh, do this, the fast way, are like adding chemicals can. or so flavors they, or anything? They, for, for sure on the flavor side, right? So you could say, hey, like at the beginning of the pandemic, there was all this extra beer <laughs> that, the, that these craft brewers had made and they couldn't get them delivered. We didn't know how we were going to do this. They can, they can re-brew that beer and turn it into whiskey. I can make whiskey out of it. Out of the beer? Uh-huh. Yeah, you can continue to ferment that. And huh. and so then there's things like they could take the bourbon and add, you know, say you wanted a smoke more smoky flavor. Yeah. Or I want more vanillas in there. They're not they adding. Store it and I don't know how they're doing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they're doing this, right, <laughs> by the way. I'm 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 just I think it's a it's I think it's an interesting idea that they can through the through the maturation process, they can get it to chemically to a way that they it's predictable on the way it's going to taste, the way it's okay. going to feel, right? Yeah, right. So, if I, I'm in the same boat as you, it's one. This is a huge chemistry nerd. Like this is chemistry nerdery. Like yeah, you know, like it was just kind of cool. They got all these data points. They're doing some stuff. If we don't care, if it tastes good to us. I'm probably in the same. I'm not a traditionalist. I mean, I, I'd be like, I just want it to taste good. So, Mike, the second question I have for you, and this is a little bit of a different one, but it's kind of the same. If it tasted that, if if you had a really good bourbon and it tasted like bourbon, but it didn't have any alcohol, would it be different? So, alcohol free. What do you mean? Would it be different? I mean, it's it's for different. you. Would it? Well, if it tastes the same. But it doesn't contain any alcohol. You're not poisoning yourself with this. Yeah. You're not. You're not. Have you know? You know. You know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. It's yeah. Would you? They've tried this with beer. It's never really worked. But let's just stay for a second. If it tastes the same, but it's alcohol free, is would would you still drink it? Well, I mean, this this goes back to my point before. I don't think anyone 
there are so many other good flavors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if, if I'm, if I'm not trying to just take a little bit of the edge off, right? Like orange juice is a lot better than beer. Milk is a <laughs> lot better than beer. Like I'm a big yeah. milk guy. Right? right. So, so no, I'm not going to drink it. I mean, that's just, I mean, for oh, me, yeah. it's, it has a point. It has a, uh, you know, for, for me at least I'm, I like a lot of other things, you know, if I want a lot of calories, I'm going to go drink a Dr. Pepper. That's a lot more yeah. delicious than a beer. You know what I mean? I don't know. That, that's my stance on it. So, so yeah, it does matter, I think. Yeah. But there are some people who maybe just really love the taste. Um, well, I think I, people have know, to be really honest to answer that question, right? You have yeah. to be really honest. Like, no, I yeah. do like the alcohol aspect of it. Yeah. Right? Well, there's a like. social element to it, right? Where, I mean, we... We use it to to loosen up in a social setting, in a social gathering. Well, let's just put it this way. If someone made a soda, if Dr. Pepper changed their flavor and it tasted like whiskey, it would be the worst selling thing ever. Like no one would buy a soda that tasted like a hard alcohol. Like It it wouldn't happen, right? It's why people love seltzers because you can get pretty tipsy off something that tastes pretty delicious, you know? (laughs) <laughs> Brian says, would you drink, <laughs> would Mike drink an alcoholic milk? For sure. You know, the Irish cream, <laughs> like all that stuff. The, oh man, it's, it's delicious. True. That's true. Yes, yeah, um, I would. Buffalo Trace made that. They're, they they made a cream, a buffalo, you know, a, a bourbon I, cream, which was super good. And I'm also a whole milk it. guy, which a lot of people are like, oh, would you like to chew your milk? Like I'm a whole milk. Mm-hmm. I just like what mm-hmm. I grew up on. I grew mm-hmm. up on whole milk. And uh, so, yeah, like the cream alcohol, it's so good. Irish cream. Well, you know, when I came to cigars. I didn't come for the, I didn't come for the, I came for the flavor, not the feel. Like, you know, there's, there's, you know, okay. So nicotine and, and, you know, when, I mean, you get a buzz, you can get a buzz off a cigar, right? But I didn't start smoking cigars for that reason. I smoked them to, to be with people and to, and, you know, maybe that's the same thing as, is, you know, opening a beer or pouring drinks when you're around people that, the, the tobacco lightens people up. And so you have yeah. easier, but well, it's, it's the camaraderie of it, but I did come to it for flavor. Yeah. I mean, the initially yeah. I came to it for a flavor, not a, not an effect. Right. Right. Makes sense. Um, it certainly does. I wouldn't for me with cigars, in some cases, I wish they didn't have that effect on me. I'd rather just, I'd just. rather just smoke them for the flavor, right. For okay. the ambiance, for the, yeah. For that and not, you know, get up and go, oh, hey. <laughs> right. You know, hey. Right. That, that, oh, that one's got a kick to it. That makes right? sense. Whatever. Yeah. So I, it, to, for me, for that question, you know, I might, there might be, um, we've gotten so into pairing wines in beers for certain foods. Yeah. In that case, I am pairing them Ooh, for taste, yeah. right? I'm not pairing them for the alcohol. And wine, and for some reason, to me, is a totally different, like, ball game. Like, mm. I love the mm. taste of red wine. Yeah. And so I might I might switch right. it up. But I didn't at first, right? It goes back to my same point. So I'm probably the same way about wine as, like, you probably are about whiskeys and bourbons. Like, yeah. you really, at this point, really, in you appreciate the differences, the flavors, everything. That is me with red wine. I, I love wine. Now I still drink really cheap wine, but I I can I really appreciate an mm. expensive wine. Like I'm like, ooh, yeah. I can tell that's really good. Um, but I'll usually stick to my, you know, fifteen to twenty dollar bottle. Yeah. That's kind of my, that's my a, go-to. That's a good, you know, we got that wine fridge last Christmas, and then this Christmas I got a wine rack 
to put down here in the basement. Sarah just bought two cases of Gewurzemeiner <laughs> and Soaring Wings. Um, they're red. Nice. Soaring Wings. Have you guys been out there? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, I love yeah. that place. That's super so cool. Great. Yeah. So the wine rack is now full, which is pretty great. Uh, one of the kids came over the other day and they said, like, man, you've gotten kind of serious about wine. <laughs> and we're like, well, it's cheaper by the case. You know, we drink enough of it that it makes sense. But it has been, um, you know, it has been one of those. And, and the, listen, in the industry, this has always been the magic of both wine and spirits. That in not so much, I don't know, it's still in spirits, that the year matters, right? Because it was the, the you're you're dealing with a crop right, right. a crop that is made that yeah. and then you might even be dealing with a set of barrels that were made or however yeah. those are stored right um you know we like the environment of you're right of the weather where those were stored even like you yeah, know right. like humidity and yeah with the with the popularity of the bourbon market going crazy over the last couple of years of course now you know american bourbon the 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 cask can only be used once the barrel can only be used once so what do we do with all these extra bourbon barrels well you sell them to wine manufacturers and they put now we have we have bourbon barrel aged wines that have been stored you know the wines have been stored in those barrels for a certain amount of time and that wine picks up some of that bourbon flavor right so it's 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 um uh, certainly but but it's, it's not predictable Year over year, it changes. You might have a really good year. Then the next year, eh, it's just okay kind of deal. With these guys bespoken spirits, they can get it, at least is what they're saying. Now I'm dying. I I, I need to order some of these. I've you been do. looking around yeah. trying to find it. And, and, and now I want to know it. the comparison, like you give it. Yeah. Right? Like, what would you compare that to? Would you compare it to a $30 right. bottle? Would you compare it right. to a 50 Can you yeah. even taste the difference? Or can maybe... You might even say, wow, this is like, it's hard to compare, right? Mm-hmm. Like the flavor might be a little bit different. It'd be great to match it up, you know, with it like a Jefferson's and to, they have some smaller bottles too. that are in that. How much is a bottle of Jefferson? A 30. Okay. You can, you can get them for 30. So that's a pretty good, that's pretty good middle of the road. The ocean and the other ones are, you know, 60 to 90. So they get a little more expensive and uh, we're, we're at six seconds. Oh, it's dude. It's tied, tied, and they just sent him to the line on a one and one. So uh, that's why I'm sorry. I went. Oh, I was like, oh, what? that's not a foul. Uh, I didn't think it was a foul. I thought he just dribbled it off him. Right here, I don't. know. Uh, all right, well, it's so close. Yeah, it's a right foul. Shoot. Um, <laughs> so that. So all that being said, right? I think there's these uh, 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 bespoken. Sorry, if I said bespoke, I, I said that wrong. Bespoken spirits. Something I'm going to be watching because it's kind of a cool tech. Like it's this, it's like spirits and tech. And, you know, as we've had Cody Wheat on here before, um, yeah. you know, this would be something to. I'd love to ask to him, him what about. he thinks. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. He'd be a great yeah. person to ask about have this. Him, have him to talk about it um, as well. Okay. So we cover some gadgets, Mike. You and I both mentioned that we're having a little problem with our iPhone cases. Yes. Uh, uh, where's mine at? I, I, I bought mine. Top corner. October, October 2020. You've Yours is. This no, this yeah. is the Apple, this is the Apple Silicon, which is like, like fifty bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. So they so, missed it. Oh, go! <laughs> sorry, sorry. Three seconds. Just make it's the gonna shot. Go in, it's gonna no, go into overtime. That's a terrible shot. Overtime. All right. Oh man, that was the best chance we were gonna have to win that game. 
Anyway. Yeah, that was. That was a good. Well, you never know. You can't know, believe maybe he missed the front end of a one and one. Yeah. Maybe they'll be shaken in, uh, in the from this comeback. I did. That was, yeah. that was a big comeback. Sorry. No, distracted. All no, those listeners like, what are they watching? Yeah. Creighton. Yeah. We're watching Creighton's the Creighton's in, in San Omaha. San Diego That's where Jim State and I live. Game. That's where I went to school. Yeah. And uh, it's March Madness tonight. So. So the question they didn't ask us when they could schedule the game was really rude. I know. Why do people schedule things on Thursday nights? I I just don't. Do they not? They don't know. Don't they know? They could have given it the 11 o'clock game. I I would have had time to take (laughs) off work. Right. Because half of Carson where I work is Creighton alum. We all probably would have went and watched it somewhere. (laughs) Brian says Kentucky lost. They lost. I saw that to St. Pete. Yeah. Yeah, this is what makes March Madness so good. If the football folks would figure this out, right? It would yes. be unbelievable, yeah. right? A football playoff system. Just saying, it'd be unbelievable. Iowa lost today to Richardson. I know to Richmond. Sorry, Richmond. and they were the they were the Big Twelve champions or the yeah. Big Ten champions. Sorry, Big Ten mm-hmm. champions. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so so a couple questions on a case, Mike. Yeah, I've all right. I'm I bought this in October of 2020, so I'm a year and a half into the 12. I, I'm going to skip the 13. I'll probably look at what the, what, what, what maybe a 14 looks like when it comes around. So, same. so what's that? Maybe another six to eight months, probably. Yeah. Right. If we think about that, do I buy another case? Let's just straight up. You buying another case for six months? Uh, I am, but you okay. know, okay. So do you remember the original reason we went with the Apple case? Yeah. Cause it had the, it had the, the max. Yeah. Which how I've many times have you used that? Zero. Same zero. zero. <laughs> I even bought the wallet and I didn't use it. Cause the wallet only held three cards. And I'm like, three mm-hmm. is not enough cards. I don't care who you are. I don't think three is enough. You need your debit ATM card. You need yeah. your driver's license yeah. and you probably need your credit card. And then you, there, there are like, there are a couple like your health insurance cards. There's a lot of other cards I needed. It wasn't enough. Long story short. So yes, I am going to get one because if you don't need MagSafe, there are some amazingly cheap, like $15 cases. Spec has always been an awesome brand of cases. And I mean, really anything on Amazon. Uh, but yeah, I think I am going to go with something because I would have loved to go, you know, like OtterBox, like super, Super tough, um, but I thought I was going to use MagSafe more, and I have not used MagSafe once. I don't know anyone who does either. I oh. I would love to know. I bet they get rid of MagSafe. I bet that goes away. I don't know a single person um, who uses MagSafe. I'm not making. If you do, I actually applaud it because I wish I did. Like I wish I had a use case to use MagSafe. I love the concept. But I don't know anyone who uses them. Yeah, so like was, that OtterBox right there. Well, well, so with six months to go, um, and you're talking wallet. So let's hold on. Let's put. Let's put. Wallet. Oh no, no no! I don't need the wallet. Oh, you're not going to go wallet. I'm not there? going wallet. I don't know oh. because I don't right because I stopped using it. So now I just have my treasure. And but if you could get one, my wallet, wallet, on wallet me. that held more, would you do it? No, I had a wallet case. I've tried it twice, and I've always gone away from it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan. So now I have a wallet with an air tag in it, which is a good uh, combo so for we, me. So we can go back and yeah, you can, you can, I, so with that in mind, yeah, you can get, and would you just go completely the cheapest case at this point? Not really even care, just get something to protect it. Or are you going to try and get in that, you know, maybe that $20 range where at least it's something. Uh, I'm probably going that Otterbox for 27. Really? Top. Why? Why? 
I've just always I've had such good luck with OtterBox cases, and they've for gotten six slimmer months. now. You're gonna pay thirty bucks for six months, and then it won't be. Well, then now not not when you not have to shame me for it, but I, mean, <laughs> I was I had wouldn't think anything of it until right just now. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna buy a so, truck, yeah, for, right. without buy a truck for yeah. <laughs> You're going to pay for a gas truck when gas prices were going to war with Russia. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? um, If I am going to pull the trigger, I'm going to go with someone like that. Now, there are a bunch of the cheaper ones that would work fine, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. I just, I I always end up defaulting to things that have worked well for me in the past. Yeah. Yeah. name. Like Alex says. Oh, hey, Brian says he uses MagSafe in chat. Oh. So Brian, what, do you use it in the car or at home to charge? What are you, or are you attaching something like a wallet? I would love to know like the answer to those. Like when are you using MagSafe? Cause I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I never do. I plug I it in either. on my nightstand. I, I've just never used it. Yeah. I haven't been in the car and not that I have one in my car even. It just was one of those things. Well, was, the magnet wasn't very strong. It was like, uh, I think. I'm and not if they want higher adoption, they need to include that cable. I just haven't been enticed to go buy a MagSafe cable for the phone. I probably would use it at my bed stand if they had a six foot MagSafe cable like I use regularly. But here's here's this is what kills me about going on Amazon, right? You see all these cases, you maker. Like who who is you maker? And <laughs> like who's this MT MT Vox? MT Vox, right? And you've got all these cases of Torres cool qo like we know these are all chinese companies right that are that yeah. are making these these cases but you know you you kind of go i i don't know this is just one of those things i've noticed more and more on amazon it's just all these non name you know no name brand cases that are super cheap and you kind of go i don't know here's mike here's maybe the one here's a here's a if we're talking about otterbox here's a nice clear i like that one you 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 spend, I mean, it's a, you're a clear case phone. guy. Yes. It's a okay. beautiful phone. Okay. Right. I mean, look, yeah. okay, I'll take, the, I'll take the case off. Right. I mean, it, and I bought the black one. I mean, the back of this thing is beautiful, right? Oh, I completely I mean, agree. It's beautiful. I, I, I'm just, I always think the clear case doesn't highlight from the phone. It like makes it look cheap. Oh, I don't know. That's always been my, like the clear makes it look like a, I don't know. That's it. I'm just, just yeah, always been because no. Hannah Hannah likes the clear cases too. So yeah. I I'm I think I am in the minority on that. By the way, because a okay. lot of people I see have clear cases and they love them. For me, just for my visuals, Brian says he charges with it. He has a wallet. Love using it when I leave the house and walk somewhere. And it's true. It doesn't hold that much, and it doesn't even hold to the phone very well. Like that's what I was afraid of. I te- you gave me your wallet, and I tried it. I. All I did was slap it on the phone for, for, you know, I didn't put anything in it and I carried it around and I found it everywhere. Like I was like, where, oh yeah, it fell off. So, yep. you know, it was always like, in my pocket. Like if I took the phone out, the right, wallet would slide right. off it. So, okay. But do, do you think like, okay, the silicon just wraps, there's a hard case still on there. Like, why wouldn't I just leave? I mean, besides it looking like garbage, why wouldn't I <laughs> just true. let let all that peel off to its natural conclusion and buy another nice case when I get the new phone? And we probably should. We probably should just leave it. 
You know? I, <laughs> right? Yeah. <sighs> it's a thought anyways. I, it was one of those, um, you know, it was just one of those like, oh, son of a, like, it's the last thing I wanted to do is buy another case because I know I'm going to replace this phone. I mean, I've already kind of committed to the every other year upgrade mm-hmm. at this point, at least in my mind, I have. Same. I'm kind of in that upgrade cycle too. It's more Sammy, well. I was telling Sammy about this. I just, you know, I just replaced hers with a 13. We get, dude, we got some sweet pricing when we traded in her eight and an eight or a 10, 10 or 12. She must have the 10. Did she have face ID or, did, or I mean, did she have, yeah. Did she have face ID or did button. she have the button? Button. So she was before the 10. Okay. She'd so it probably was the eight. Yep. We got, we got a sweet trade in price on the eight. Like it was it, hers, you know, the buzzer was like, you know, I'm like, well, let's just send it in and see what they say. They gave us yeah. full value for it. Right. Oh, okay. So, but I was like, you got to get your own case. And so she bought some you know, $15 case. That's got a, it's got a little slider wallet on it. She just loves that thing. She doesn't have very many cards. Yeah. And uh, she was like, see, I told you, Dad, you should, when I told her this, she's like, you should have bought that on Amazon for $15. <laughs> she got me on that one. Don't you hate it when they're right? I know. <laughs> I know. It's but I was worst. I was just trying to be that Apple fanboy, you know? I was trying to be in the buy the, be in the ecosystem, make sure I got the mag safe when it was new. That's definitely one of those things that bit me, you know, is being, being an early trying to follow the ecosystem stuff. I didn't have any of those things. I wasn't using any of that stuff before. And mm-hmm. so, you know, same uh, anyways. Yeah. I thought, I really thought MagSafe would have taken over more than it has. Um, I would have thought it just would kind of become the standard for a lot of things. And then, uh, like, especially for like the, the way, you know, the car mounts and things like that. And it just didn't, it didn't take off as much as I thought it would. I'm going to put up. No, it really didn't. I'm going to put a post. Brian said he did put um, an accessory in the discord of a MagSafe item. He really like, so I'm going to go check that out after the show. Check, check the discord. Um, if you guys are interested in some MagSafe stuff, Brian put one in there. I'm going to drop this in our chat and then I'll share it here. Oh, that's the wrong one. Uh, bust out recently in our discord chat. And I just brought this over that from here. He said, I keep getting more frequent in stock notifications for video cards several times they're in stock by the time i go to get them right so that's always the mm-hmm. thing you get these notifications and go to get them they're gone scalper prices are even coming down here's hoping for a trend and mike do you uh, you and i don't follow this that closely but we got to we got to be seeing the end of this gpu madness right don't you i would think? really hope so yeah yeah i mean we just got to be i i think much like CPUs, which haven't been as big of a deal, right? They're still expensive, but um, CPU has not been what the GPU pricing has been. Um, that's good news, I think, for, although I said this before, I've said this on the show before, stop buying from scalpers, people. Like, if you're listening to the show and you're buying from a scalper, you are perpetuating the myth that that's the right thing to do, and it's not. Wait for like, cause that all that does is encourages them to keep doing it. Yeah. Like, don't, don't pay those crooks for that kind of, you don't, and I and know we gotta, you know, we gotta have it, but you don't, you don't. And it's just, it has created this false. I guarantee every, you know, when you buy from the scalper, you're going to be disappointed when the, in the end, when you realize like when you plug that thing in, you get it fired up 
like, oh, it kind of looks pretty close to the same, actually. Like, yeah, it might be 20 FPS better, but I don't notice that. And I just paid some extra guy, you know, an extra thousand dollars for it, whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. Um, I just stick with what you got. Um, now, I do understand and I am I am considered to the fact that people building their first time PCs, there is no way to get a GPU a lot of times like today. Yeah. And some yeah. people just want to build like if you're building your first time, you don't have something like today to get you through. Um, pay in one, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Jim. It's kind of just keeping the issue, keeping the issue going, but hopefully these prices and hopefully just being in stock comes down. You yeah. know, that's another, I mean, that kind of goes back to the whole truck conversation, Jim. You know, I don't, you know, I used to think, oh man, taking reservations. That actually sounds like a pretty decent idea. It's kind of new to the car thing. Like who would have thought you would put a reservation down for something you actually haven't seen yet. Um, I kind of become disenchanted. I got disenfranchised with it. Uh, as the time went on, just because really cool concept drives the hype. And then look at the cyber truck. How long has it been? And I guarantee <laughs> I guarantee most people be like, ah. and yeah. if they would have just waited until they had the product ready to go launched, I bet they could have made a lot more revenue. Um, you know, so I, I think same thing with these, with the GPUs, wait till you have them in stock yeah. or, you know, you're going to have them in stock. Bob and Ryan last week had said, you know, it, it, you can, a way to do it is to buy, you know, sometimes buy that computer that's got it in it because the, the OEMs are getting them. Yeah. Right. Yep. You know, uh, there's been stories of people pulling those out and selling those and you that's, make it up. That's what I would suggest plus, right? on the people who are doing their first build yeah. today. If we're probably still in a market where, just going pre-built and then you have a base to start from and you can always upgrade to your heart's content after. I think that's a pretty good way actually to start today with where things are at with, with prices. Not, not, not a bad idea. Just don't, don't encourage scalpers Don't Don't buy from them. That's like, that just, that just hurts us in the future. Cause then they're like, Oh, Hey, there's a market here. Like we do not want that. We, we definitely do not want that scalper market to be legitimate. You know, yeah. so stop. And it's doing going it. to be for as long as the supply chain issues uh, stick oh, around. Well, sure, or people hold back a little bit, and, and you know, don't don't reward them for those kinds of things. It just yeah. is. It just is, Mike. Anything else before we wrap it? I know. I thought. I thought for sure this game would be over by the time we got. Me too. This I thing. know. Now we're a minute thirty left. It's a one point game. It's it's. it's I hot. I'm we, sweating we, a little we bit. May have to. We may have to hang on. Um. No, no, that, that was all I had for this week. Okay, but, cool. Yeah. Well, a couple of reminders on the way out. One, um, we've got some good shows coming up. If I can find where my mouse is so I can get to the, this one of the disadvantages to, you know, uh, Apple just announced this week uh, this new kind of remote control. That's not what they're calling it. They're calling it universal control, which allows you, if you have a Mac and an iPad, you can now use keyboard and mouse across both. So not, you're not pushing, you're not pushing, using it as a second monitor. You're using it. You're actually just, it's a KVM. It's taking the keyboard and the mouse, moving it over. You can have it there and it's using everything on the iPad, which is kind of cool. I've been using Synergy since I bought this Mac last year at this time. And, and it took them two or three months to get the M1 stuff figured out. And then once they did, it has just been freaking nails. That's a good point. I don't know if we ever followed up, but if, if it ever got working really well. On the Mac side, because I remember you having mm. problems when we talked mm-hmm. about that. I don't know if we ever talked about it since like, so it's working May. pretty good now. Flawless yeah. Right? So probably, oh, midsummer, they issued a couple updates that now has self-discovery. 
So it's it you can literally just bring it up and it goes, oh hey, I found a computer that has that has um, you know it's running this on the other computer. Do you want to just add it? And you go, yeah, and you add yeah. it in, place it. Um, I haven't I haven't gotten it. Well, the one delay or the one problem is I haven't gotten it to keep the settings on a reboot. And I think it's just something I'm doing oh, wrong on the point. Mac Not, or on on the Mac side. Okay. Yeah, on the Mac side, I'm sure. Windows keep their wrong. settings on reboot. Windows, yes, absolutely on the Windows side of things. Not that I don't reboot. I don't reboot this that often. So it's you know, move a few things around. But the the actual the way it works is just nails. Like I've got it, the Mac here it goes to the. I've got a Core i7 PC that's got two monitors here that that works on. I've got a monitor in portrait mode that's working separate computer here, and I even send it all the way over to the. Surface Pro 3, that's got all my remote control stuff on it, right? That I use that as a touchscreen for all the home home automation stuff with with um, Home Assistant. So, yeah, it's pretty great. So, anyways, that's out and that that is out. Part of the newest update that's coming out, that's out and available. So, for those folks who have both an iPad and a Mac, might be something um, uh, interesting to look into. We've got some folks coming up here next week. Gavin Campbell joins us again. It's going to be an all networking show. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in his networking space. And we're excited for that. Um, Cody Sodine from, you know, I should have written the name of the company down. He's the one that created that, um, that uh, condensing device that takes 10 liters of water out of the air. You can every single day, Mike. You probably weren't here when I was talking about this, but I think we talked about it all, offline, off, off okay. show. Yeah. So you're out. So Cody's coming on to talk about that. That'll be an interesting little. I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, excited to have him out on talk. We don't get many interviews like that, and so it'll be fun to have him. And then John Biggs is coming uh, um, April seventh, and he's got some health monitoring stuff that he's been talking about. So got some shows coming up. We'd love to have you come out live. Every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv forward slash um, live. We're not generally watching a basketball game, but the Blue Jays are now up 71 69. 4.3 seconds left. We got to hold on. Dude, hold on. I think yeah, but gonna, you see uh, our center went out. Cole Brenner, I think, blew out his knee. Our oh, best player. One of our, our, so we've now we've had two big star point guard, Big East player of the year, freshman of the year. He was out a few weeks ago. And then mm. Cole Brenner just went out during overtime. Oh, yeah, so com- he, it's it'll be great if we win, but man, I mean, he is—he's our bread like and butter. So confirmed really injury, forward. like confirmed. Uh, nothing stuff? confirmed, but he okay. was—I mean, he was crying, and coach was holding oh, him and man. talking to him like you're gonna be—you know—I know it's tough. You're gonna, be, you're gonna be okay. Yeah, I know yeah. too. But uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We are live. Let's see if I can stall. <laughs> we are live every Thursday. <laughs> 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at the Average Guy TV Live. We'll do for, for sure do a little pre-show and talk all about this game. So probably well, pre-show, a little. Pre-show? I mean, post-show. Sorry. <laughs> we'll do a little post-show. Thanks for coming out, and with that, we'll say goodbye, everybody.